Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet and do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Roto-Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie, TPFL, and company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind podcast. I'm your host, Stevie, TPFL. It's Monday, July 31st. It's 2017. It's the last day of July. I just realized that. Last day of July, which every Monday. The Siege, how you doing? Um, And you just reminded me that it was the 31st and it was a trade deadline like five minutes ago. Yeah, I was going to say, man, I I know you're uh, a little tired, but uh, we just had like a 10-minute discussion about the deadline. (laughs) I'm struggling. Um, I, I I am officially on hashtag struggling today. Uh, I took a nap after the race, so I, I'm, I'm doing a little better than you. Well, after I, like I watched the end of the race at my parents' house because we had like a family get together and had dinner and watch Big Brother and stuff, and like so I, I didn't get the luxury of doing that. And the end of the race really drained me. Um, you know, getting really excited and then like putting my head down in my pillow. Yeah, that's kind of how the end of the race happened. I, I wish I didn't know how you felt, but I understand exactly how you felt. It was one week we the day. We I... could have back-to-back uh, $20,000 weeks on the morning grind in um, NASCAR, and we both lost on the last lap. <sighs> that, last of anything is never good. Just... You, you know what's what's crazy about it, and you know we were talking about it before, but like David Reagan making one pass on uh, like on a car that's starting to like have issues is the reason that I lost, and like. Nothing seemed like it happened on that last lap of the race for, you know, and it's just that's what happened for me to, you know, lose. It was a $22,000 swing for me. Yeah. It, that, that, that last lap saved me from disaster. I don't know how it ended up just – I must have just, like, jumped, like, a pace scale on, like, 50 spots. It just – Busher was Busher was popular. That You know, he kind of broke on that last lap. It was interesting. Oh, saved the hell out of me, that's for sure. I, I, I looked at it. I was like, man, this week sucks. I, can, I tilted in chat, and then I looked back, and I was like, wait – I almost broke even. This is great. What happened? <laughs> like, oh. NBC, your coverage is so awesome. What's that? Said NBC, your coverage is so awesome. Oh yeah. Well, I'm not even. Don't even get me started. Um, I am going to talk. I'm trying to get you adrenaline going and get you through the podcast. <laughs> no, I'll get through the podcast. We'll start talking baseball. You know, I love talking baseball. So, anyway, um, I do want to talk about our sponsor. If you guys haven't checked out Playdraft, make sure you check them out. Playdraft.com backslash grinders. We have. Um, a play draft draft that we'll do here at the end. That way you guys got to get an idea of who we're looking at on a play draft today. And uh, the Siege took home Friday, so it's a five-game lead for me over him now as the season starts to wind down. I got to I gotta keep up my winning here. Yeah, uh, we're not going to – do you want to include the early game or not? No, we'll play the 7 o'clock late only. You know, that's our main slate. A lot of stuff going on here in fantasy today, so we're going to get started – 
We got eight games tonight. Uh, we're going to start with Kansas City at Baltimore. Danny Duffy, Abado Jimenez, uh, 10 total. Uh, uh, you know, I was just telling you, this is probably my favorite game on the slate. Yeah, I, I don't understand. Like, there's two there's two lines in this in the, on the slate that make zero sense to me. Zero. Like, if I was in Vegas, I would be running down to the sports sportsbook and parlaying two teams, and, and the Royals are one of them. Like, let's let's. I try to think of a worse matchup for Ubaldo Jimenez against a team that is disciplined, uh, makes a lot of contact, and can run. Hmm, let's see. Ubaldo can't hold on runners. And is not very good at pitching and requires you to swing and miss at pitches outside the zone. Well, that doesn't look very good on paper. That doesn't, Stevie. And, and like the flip side of that too is like Baltimore is not good against lefties. They strike out twenty four percent of the time against lefties. They have a two fifty two average. Like they're in the bottom half of the league and a lot of offensive stats. And like Danny Duffy's good. And Trevor was scratched on Sunday. We don't even know if he's going to play. Yeah, and that's one of their big big bats. Like one of their big right handed bats. Like. I, I don't understand this line either. I expect it to kind of move. I think Danny Duffy at 135 with a 10 total is I, – I just think it's wrong. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I, I, I think the Royals here are probably my favorite offense. We're talking pre-show. I think there's three offenses I like, one shock offense I don't, and this is one of them. Like, I, I love the Royals in this spot. It feels like they are playing good baseball this weekend. They won two out of three in Boston. Like – this a hot team against the Baltimore team that is just so hit or miss. Like it just, it looks to be in a bad matchup on paper. I love everything about Kansas city in this spot. Well, and let's, you know, we got to talk about the ballpark bump. Like this is a massive ballpark bump going from Kaufman to Camden yards. Like this is a great bump for Kansas city. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's just a great, it's a great, great spot. And, uh, Oh, and, uh, you know, like there's some decent BVPs here as well. All right, let's talk Kansas City first. Um, you know, we like Duffy. Let's talk about the Royals' bats. Um, you know, first guy that's standing out to me is Mike Moustakis. This guy's just not getting a lot of love this season. He's ever, he's over 30 home runs at this point. Yeah, him and Salvador Perez can't hit Ubaldo. Like, really can't hit. Like, so I'm going to probably build a couple variations of the stack, uh, and I might leave them out. Like, it's bad. We're talking, like, 5 for 31 and 4 for 25 bad. All right. Like all right. bad. But I, I'm with you. Like on the majority of teams, I'm just stacking this whole thing up. You know, they'll get the Baltimore bullpen as well. And that thing's not. Yeah, the average great. exit velocity is not that great either. 76.5 for Moustakis. Yeah. I mean, that could be the old Moustakis. It, it, it could be a lot of things. So, like, I'll have to go dig into it. But it definitely stood out as, wow, this is weird. Um, but, like, there is some great, you know, Kane, as you would expect, Hosmer, Brandon Moss, you know, even Alex Gordon gets in on this party. Like, you know, and this you can see the stolen base attempts are there as well. This is just a great spot in general here for Kansas City, and I, I'm I, I'm probably the top offense on the board. So here's here's an interesting stat: over the last two years, 2016, 2017, Moose hasn't faced Ubaldo. So he hasn't faced bad Ubaldo or worse Ubaldo. He faced mediocre Ubaldo before and, he was. And Ubaldo hasn't faced good Mustakis. Yeah. The, 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 so, does I, that, I, has, has Salvador Perez faced him? If you have it up, he's he's over three, so he hasn't really faced that super bad Ubaldo either. So okay, that's good. That, yeah, that's a lot positive. of these numbers are coming from 2014, 2015. Yeah, those guys. Yeah, I mean that's and yeah, it's only going to be an improvement for them. Not certainly wouldn't be a decrease. So 
I think I'm with you. I'm going to have plenty of variations of stacks on the Royals side. Um, and then Baltimore, I can't think of anybody I would play here. Trumbo would be the guy, but we don't know if he's going to play. Yeah, I guess like Mancini too. He's been really good, but. 37 I, strikeouts I, and 107 plate appearances. <laughs> Danny Duffy's uh, only given up six home runs and 80 innings to righties this season. Arm to trust. Danny Duffy. <laughs> we move on. Detroit at New York. Michael Fulmer against Luis Severino. Um, eight and a half total here. Uh, there's no way I'm playing Michael Fulmer here. No strikeout upside. We talk about it all the time. His price is still – I guess 81 is better than what we've seen at like 95 and 10,000, but I still just don't see the 30-point the game here. Yeah, I don't either. The question is really in this game, do you pay 12K for Severino? Um it all depends on the Detroit lineup, right? Like this team's moving players. Like, is there somebody that's they move? Point. Yeah, that's a like, good point. Yeah, they can, they can if we get a very team. watered down Detroit lineup, then yeah, you'd pay for Severino. Yeah, that's a fair point. I hadn't thought about that. Well, I, yeah, I don't know that's who, a good point. Who else would they move realistically? Victor, maybe. Victor Avila. They're definitely um, not going to move Miguel Cabrera. No, they can move Kinsler, I guess. Yeah, like, yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if we see some like Detroit involved in some type of trade tomorrow. So, I, I don't want to say that I wouldn't pay for Severino. I, I think there's a couple options that I like a little bit more, price per point per dollar. But I think Severino is definitely in play here. My problem is the inflated K numbers are just in all the obvious. Like he's going to have inflated K spots, and, and I just don't know if I want to pay 12K for a guy that I project for six to seven strikeouts in the spot. Like the like the the high K numbers were against Cincinnati, Milwaukee, and the White Sox. Like, you know, and even like you know Seattle six, Boston six, Houston seven, LA five, Oakland six, Baltimore eight. You know, it's just I'm sorry, Baltimore yeah eight. So like it's just I don't know if he has double digit strikeout upside, and for 12K I kind of want it to be like kind of there but he's obviously elite so if you have the money i mean go for it yeah and like it's all gonna depend on lineup if you get seven righties then you know severino has a 30 percent strikeout rate against righties with a 56 percent ground ball rate like there's not a lot of downside his hard to soft contact ratio is like two percent against righties so like it's all gonna depend on the lineup for me with severino like i don't want to say that i'm not gonna play him but i don't want to say i am gonna play him it's all gonna depend on the tigers lineup I mean, Duffy's 3K cheaper. Like, Duffy is 1A, so Severino's basically fighting versus every other pitcher for my second spot at this point. There you go. Um, as far as Detroit goes, I don't really see anything that I would play here. Like, they don't really have that lefty power outside of Avilia, and, you know, I'd be shocked if he's still there at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, this is also a situation, too, where um, Montgomery didn't go very deep on Sunday. So if Severino's pitching well, they'll probably give him a little bit of a longer leash. So. Uh, probably not a situation I would attack. Uh, any Yankees bats? Like, I respect Fulmer. I don't think I'll stack against him. Uh, is there anyone cheap on DraftKings? I don't think the Yankees have been cheap on DraftKings in months. But, yeah, I'm not paying these prices. Nope, let's move on. Yeah, he, he doesn't give up home runs either. You look at it, you know, five home runs and 71 innings to righties, and that's the bats that we want. So, I'll pass. Yeah. Cleveland at Boston, Michael Clevenger against Doug Fister, 10.5 total. You know, you kind of just got done saying there was a couple lines that you just didn't understand, and this is another one that I just don't get. 
yeah, I love Clevenger in this spot. You know, like Boston, it's a team that uh, the righties can't hit sliders, and that's what Clevenger faces. He throws thirty percent against righties, and the lefties have struggled with changeups, and that's what Clevenger throws against lefties. So, um, and Doug Fister is terrible, bad. terrible, bad. I, bad, terrible, uh, not good. Uh, Whatever you want to call him, he's just, he's that. <laughs> he's that. Um, for sure. So uh, this is a situation where minus one thirty just makes no sense. It's no respect for Clevenger, and that's fine by me. DraftKings has no respect for him either with this price of uh, seventy uh, eight hundred. Like I- I'm paying forty one hundred less for Clevenger than Severino here in tournaments today. Like I'm just doing that. Like it's just I get way too many ba- extra bats. You know the bats are inflated today, and the spots I want them inflated. So. For me, it's just a situation where I, I need that money and I'm paying down. Yeah, Clevenger, you know, the strikeout rate is, you know, legit. Like, and and then you said his power pitches and his strikeout pitches are what the Red Sox struggle with. So I, I'm with you on Clevenger. Um, you know, it's realistically going to be like, do I want to play Clevenger? Do I want to play Morton? Or do I want to play Sonny Gray as my SP2? Um, that's what it's going to come down to me. And I don't think there's really a bad option there. Yeah, and we'll talk about when we get to another game that one of the one of the chalk offenses is underpriced, and so like you're gonna you're gonna basically see like you know you're gonna be choosing between Severino and blank offense, and, and you're gonna be choosing between like the Cleveland offense and Clevenger. But those are kind of be kind of your pivots. So, hey, shocking! We like the Cleveland bats. <laughs> yeah, they're also priced like we should like them too. Have you looked at them yet? No, but you know they they help there, me win some money. Uh, there, there, there's uh, three players over 5K on the Cleveland Indians. I would like you to attempt to name them, please. We're gonna go Family Feud style. One, two, three on the big board. All right. Um. Well, Edwin would be number one for me. He is. He's the most expensive at 5,300. Jose Ramirez. Yep, he's number three at 5,100. And it's either like it's either going to be Michael Brantley or Zimmer's been overpriced on DraftKings for like two weeks. Yeah, it's one of those two. You got to guess. I would say Brantley, but I wouldn't be shocked if it's Zimmer. It's Zimmer. Zimmer, fifty-two hundred. Yeah, he, he's been expensive on DraftKings. Yeah, so it's going to be tough for you to play Cleveland with Severino. Um, so this leads potentially to a spot where the Cleveland stack is going to be a little Brantley's more. Brantley's forty-nine. I got the four highest guys. Give me a break. <laughs> I did give you a break. <laughs> I just pulled it up. Sorry. Yeah. No, Santana 48, Lindor 48. Like, you're not getting – you're not playing Cleveland with Severino. It's not happening. Like, it, it just ain't happening. So, um, that's a decision you're going to have to make. You know, you want Severino or do you want Cleveland bats? Yeah, we, you know, we need to note, like, Cleveland has one of the highest implied team totals on the slate. So, um, I actually think they have the highest. Nope, Toronto has that- the highest. Devers, Devers is still too cheap at 3300 Oh, That's the only Red Sox I have interest in. It's literally the only one I have interest in. Like Nintendo, I guess, but I just don't know how I'm going to have the money for him on this slate. Like, I, he's, wow, he's down to 3500 I lied. Okay, I had interest in Nintendo at that price, too. Wow, Our boy is, is cheap. Wow. That's, that's kind of a gift, but I, I just – I'm not stacking against I just I think it's kind of a one-off between those two. And uh, honestly, Devers is probably the favorite right now. He's just raking. Washington at Miami, Gio Gonzalez, Jose Arena, nine total here. Um, any interest in Gio? 
No, but this is the game I think could cut that could kind of send my lineup sideways. Um, yeah, there's a I lot think. of blow up potential here in this game. There's a lot of blow up potential, and there's like potential that we could see a good game. Like I, I think this is a spot that Geo gets beat up a little bit. Like we've seen Miami just kind of torture left-handed pitching this season, and like Geo's a guy that if you get it in his head and he starts giving up hits, like he doesn't stop giving up hits. Yeah, exactly. I'm with you on that, and uh, yeah, I, I am. This is a situation where I just don't think I would play Geo. I, I have interest more in you know the the obvious candidates for Miami. Those power righties as kind of one off plays, um, and of course you know we, we know Urena gets destroyed by lefties. So and we know Washington can play lots of lefties. So but these, I think this is a good spot for a contrarian stack if you're playing a bunch of teams. Maybe in that thirty three dollar Q one DraftKings. Maybe you go here with a national stack. Um, but I think it's more of a game on targeting for one-offs and fillers for the most part. Yeah, Arena has a 225 Babbitt um, against lefties. He has a 6.54 XFIP against lefties. The regression is coming for this guy. We keep saying it, but it's going to happen. Yeah, it is going to happen. Um, You look at the Nationals, and you know I want to target the lefties, but you know, if you start to stack them, it's kind of hard to leave Rendon and Zimmerman out of your stacks. Rendon has that multi-home run upside, and it's so frustrating when he does it. You mean you mean you'd rather you don't want to pay 4K for Wilmer Defoe? I'm stunned, Stevie. I'm stunned. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I don't. Um, I, I saw a notification that he had a home run today, right? Yeah, it was right after I made fun of him. This guy wrote chat. It's like, if you play Defoe at 4K, I'm, pff, immediate home run. I was like, get out of here. Hit with a 655 OPS. Get out of here. Yeah, people get there sometimes, you know. <laughs> Do we want to talk about? Please. Try we could talk about. We could talk about Friday. Me playing Michael Brantley. You guys didn't like that on Twitter. I didn't care. I was drunk. PML's like you played Brantley. I'm like I stacked the top six of Cleveland. It was a yeah. terrible pitcher. Grantley yeah, um, did have a bad profile, but on fantasy oh, draft, terrible profile! I knew he had a terrible profile. Yeah, you but, knew it. You just for fantasy draft when you can stack six and you have five, like you're not going to fade the six. Like exactly, it worked out. So. Unless you play, unless you play two versions of it, like that's the only way you would ever do that. Is like you play one with Brantley and one without. Like you would never just completely fade Brantley in that spot when you stack five. We did the podcast, and I wrote down four teams on Friday to stack. So I made four stacks in the $25 on Fantasy Draft and stacked six on all four teams. And I think three of them cashed and one finished third. So it was good. Yeah, it was a good, we had a good, we had a good day on Friday. It was a very, uh, very yeah, good day. it was Friday. a good day. It was. I can't remember what the stack um, list went off. It was right away, too. I like when those stacks go off right away in the first inning. It's never – last couple of Fridays we've had that happen to us. I didn't see it on Friday until late too. Like uh, Emac texted me. I was at the poker room. I went to the poker room with my dad on Friday um, just to kind of get out of the house and spend some time with pops. And Emac texts me. He's like, "Hey, good luck, hold." And I'm like, "Huh?" And I know I only played on Fantasy Draft and DraftKings that day, so I looked at DraftKings. I was winning a little bit, and I looked at Fantasy Draft. And I'm like, "Oh shit! <laughs> Come on, Nelson Cruz!" <laughs> so shout out to the old pal Emac, you know. <laughs> fitting yeah, that we're right. talking about Washington. Yeah, um, right. The Marlins got Martin Prado back. That's another right-handed bat that hits left-handed pitching. Well, just don't see a lot here. Um, Stanton Ozuna definitely in play, but outside of that, anybody for you? 
Real Muto, 3,600, has good history um, and against him. And he's the guy who doesn't historically hit lefties great, but when I see one that hits well against, I do try to target him. Seattle at Texas, Felix Hernandez, Cole Hamels, 10.5 total. Um, four or five years ago, this total would have been seven, but uh, it's not four or five years ago. These guys are getting to the end of their careers. I'm guessing you have zero interest in the pitchers here, right? I do have zero interest in the pitchers. All right. We like lefties against Seattle, but there's just no way I'm playing Cole Hamels at this point. Uh, the stats are just – even they're bad, and they, they even scream regression, so I'm just – I'm staying away. Let's talk Seattle bats. Nelson Cruz is like the ultimate one-off here. He's also as cold as house. So you might get some uh, really he low ownership. 450-foot home run today. Oh, did he? Yeah, well, the prior four games, yeah, he had a five-strikeout game against the Red Sox last week. Tied in his last he, four um, I pulled up StatCast to look at BVP, and um, it was showing the highlight of his five or 450-foot massive dead center shot. Well, he's going to Texas against Cole Hamels, so I, I would definitely uh, hop in now at 3,900. Yeah, uh, no no chance that I don't play Nelson Cruz as a one-off here. Yeah, and uh, I'm going to assume Adrian Beltre gets the day off, which means there'll probably be an extra lefty in that lineup against Felix Hernandez. So... Uh, you know, either Drew Robinson or, or one of those other guys will play. So uh, if I, I'm Beltran, like, I'm like begging to play. Yeah, right. It's like, oh man, I get Felix. Can I play? He There's hits no Felix to too. There's no chance they play him though. His average exit velocity is 97 against Felix. You know he's not going to play. There's no way. <laughs> I don't they're think he'll play still, either. They're probably they're probably they're probably still partying in Texas. Yeah. You know, congratulations to him, three thousand man. And like, it was I got some other like stats. Like he was only like the X amount of player to do some stuff, doubles and home runs and stuff. He's good. So. You want to see the most? So I have the most random thing I think I've ever seen is we know Cole Hamels quietly can't hold on runners, but the guy who's taken advantage of on Seattle the most, and this is probably an arcade mode, just completely one percent play. Kyle Seager has four steals and 26 at-bats on six, on seven hits. I'm going to run on you, Hamels. <laughs> four steals from Kyle Seager? And Chirinos is going to be catching. I need to pull up his data because Lucroy got traded to the Rockies. Yeah. I think Chirinos can throw okay, but it's still Cole Hamels is really, really bad. Uh, looking at the Texas side against Felix, I actually think that Texas is an interesting stack against Felix Hernandez here. Am I crazy? It isn't. No, no. It's. A, I think it's one of the top stacks on the board. I, I think it's in that top three discussion with Cleveland, and I think it's in that discussion with Kansas City. I, I think those are the three uh, that yeah. I, I would highly consider in this spot. Yeah, you get two like big name pitchers that you know people that have watched baseball for years know that like Hamels and Felix are names at this point. They're just names, so. I think we'll get lower ownership on these guys, and it's a game in Texas. Like, it's going to be hot. The ball's going to be flying. Hopefully, Joey Gallo moves up in the order now that Lucroy's gone, and maybe Beltre sits, and I get Gallo up to like sixth or fifth, maybe fourth. All right, calm down. All right, calm down. I'll be happy. I kind of want him seventh. I kind of want him in like a good spot, but not too good to get the people on him. (laughs) That's right. That's true. Um, All right, let's move on. Nothing too great. Let's move on. Tampa at Houston. Alex Cobb, Charlie Morton, nine total here. I don't have any interest in Cobb, but I have some interest in Morton. Um, we just yeah, this is your this is, if uh, Severino turns out not to be chalk, it's because people want back to the Charlie Morton train. 
um, performed quite well in that Philly start. I wasn't sure if he was back. Well, he's back um, through, through a gem, uh, and uh, Tampa loves to strike out uh, unless they're facing Jordan Montgomery. They love to strike out. Uh, you know, they, they have those games where they just don't strike out very often, but there, there's games. That, By the know, way, remember how I just said 10 minutes ago um, that uh, that uh, uh, Avila might get traded? Did he get traded? He might get traded before this podcast is done to the Cubs. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that Detroit lineup already looking um, better. We're going to look a little weaker here. Oh, uh, we called it. Like you can go back and listen. We called it. You can go back and look to it too. Yeah, it, yeah. That Ken Rosenthal report came out seven minutes ago, so we definitely we uh, we were all over that. Yep. Um. All right. So Charlie Morton against a strikeout team. We know he has the strikeout upside. Uh, good tournament play here. Let's talk Rays bats. Anything kind of standing out to you against Morton? I mean, you would think Corey Dickerson, right? Yeah, Morton's been a reverse splits guy this year. I know, but historically he was bad against lefties. For what it's worth, this Tampa team in the past destroyed him, but he's kind of a different pitcher these days. Yeah, he's definitely a different pitcher. Um, Houston bats? McCann, it's real. Don't fade, just play. Yeah, BVP, um, average exit velocity. What did I tell you? 95 miles an hour or something like that? It, it, it's, it's, I think it's even higher than 95. No, 98. Not that. Yeah, 98. It's, yeah, you play him. Yeah. So, um, and zero strikeouts and 15 at bats. Zero strikeouts, 15 at bats. Yeah. It's very, very, very hard. So, yeah, I like, I like McCann. Um, Man, Houston's kind of priced up here. Derek Fisher is probably still free on FanDuel. I'll probably play him over there. Sure. Toronto at Chicago. Marco Estrada, James Shields, 10.5 total. Chalk City, baby. Chalk City. Especially when you you find out Toronto is free. Oh, even more. Even better, actually, because I didn't didn't want to play him anyway. Yeah, I didn't either. So I feel much better. Like, it's like Severino and Morton. Kind of with Toronto is going to be your chalk, and I'll, I'll go to war with Kansas City and Clevenger over that. You know, like Smoke and Donaldson are expensive, but after that, there's not one guy below above 4K. You know, Russell Martin is cheap, and, uh, you know, Steve Pierce is cheap. Carrera is cheap. So you can kind of fill in a stack there if you like, uh, but I'm not stacking versus James Shields in this spot. Like, I understand the appeal. The ownership's just going to be too high for my taste on a shorter slate. I would much rather take Kansas City in the single digits or even in the low teens than uh, take on Toronto in the 20s. Yeah, um, I'm right there with you. If I play a one-off from the Blue Jays, it would be Joey Bats. He has really good BVP, but that's about it. Yeah, I just don't play one-offs in shock spots like this, but I understand that. No, yeah, I completely understand where you're going from, too. Morales has terrible BVP for what it's worth, by the way. It was it was really, really bad. really wish I hadn't looked at that Bautista BVP. Should have just yeah. right past that. I, I'm sorry. Uh, I pointed Oops. it out to you, and I'm, I feel bad now. But that's okay. I, I, if I don't have the willpower to fade, and he goes 0 for four, then that's my own fault. I need to be responsible. Um, and, and we're tournament players. Like we're tournament players. We're looking at a Blue Jays stack that's probably going to be really popular on an eight game slate, where it could completely blow up in our face. James Shield could give up five home runs in this game, but. 
Yeah, we're yes, like yes. like like you've said, we're just we're attacking the slate as tournament players. And if you go out and stack the Blue Jays and win a tournament, I'm not gonna tell you you're a bad player. Like, congrats. No, they're chalk for they're chalk for a reason. Yep, they're chalk for a reason. Exactly right. Um, anybody from the White Sox that you want here against Estrada? No. Oh, no one's gonna play Jose Estrada in this spot, right? No one's gonna play Estrada in this spot, right? Jose Brayu. People aren't going to try to save money here with Estrada, and they're going to make a case for Estrada against the White Sox, right? They might. Fall- I hope they do. I hope people try that one more time. He's broken. I I, I can't wait for the, yeah, I've been pitching with this discomfort in my shoulder for two months. No shit. <laughs> I mean, you, you, met, you mean you went from walking nobody to walking four plus and like a gazillion starts in a row? I'm stunned that you're pitching her. I never would have guessed. Can I can I just like say it one more time, Jose Abreu? Yeah, if he doesn't get walked. Anytime he faces a fly ball pitcher, he's in play. Estrada has a fifty percent fly ball rate to righties this season. I know. I'm with you. If Gar- Garcia's not coming back in the he's the other one. Both those guys, both of them hit. Um, yeah, he's not coming back because he went on the deal on the twenty sixth. So yeah, he's not coming back. Um, outside of a break, I don't really see a lot here with the White Sox. Oh, I guess Davidson. Sure. Davidson would be a sneaky little tournament play. I, oh, there's, just no way for, there's just no way for me, but okay. Hey, RG lineup page. Melky Cabrera got traded. He's not on the White Sox anymore. San Francisco Giants at Oakland, nine and a half total. Matt Kane against Sonny Gray. Um, this is another like trade watch. I was talking to you before we got started and shout out to you because I was like, man, Sonny Gray's in a good spot here against the Giants. And you're like, if he's still with the team. And I was like, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Um, it is a good Sonny Gray spot. Um, again, I've kind of think I've made it quite clear. I'm not going to be paying up in this range, but I understand the appeal. The Giants suck. There's just no other way to put it. They suck. Sorry. Giants fans. It's going to be like 65 degrees in this game, too. Yeah. Like, your team sucks. Sorry. It's a rivalry game. Maybe they'll show up. Ooh. Ah. Uh, special. He is – Um, he's one of the guys that's, like, massively, like, pursued right now. Like, uh, there, we've heard a lot of talk about, like, Darvish. Like, I, I think Sonny Gray gets traded by the end of the trade deadline today. I don't think he does, but we'll see. Yeah, well. um, On the flip side, I, I, no Matt Cain, right? No, 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 no. Drastic, no, no. drastic home road splits, but he is in o- Oakland. No, 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 no. Uh, against um, a team that gets a DH. No, 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 no. Giants bats. Crickets. Oakland bats. Don't even say your boy. I mean, uh, if you he's, don't, he's struggled against him. I don't care. <laughs> Chris Davis with K. Let's do it. All right. Fair enough. Um, and that all that BVP was in like 2015 too, by the way. Yeah, it was probably like in San Francisco, which would be like the absolute worst part for Chris Davis to play in that game. It's, it's like 0 for 3 too. I was just trying to bust your balls. All right. Well, you're being a jerk then. I'll go back to celebrating Chris Brosher then. Too soon? <laughs> I deserve that. I deserved it. But you you actually, you know, you win today because you're getting first pick like it matters today. I sent that invite. I finally get the first pick. It's a stunner. Yeah. 
Feels good to who get the first pick. Who shall he take? Oh, Severino. You got to take the floor in this format. You do. I feel like we don't talk about that enough, but I definitely agree with you. I am going to take Duffy. Okay. And I am going to take... I almost feel like I have to take Bryce Harper here. Damn it! I was hoping you'd take a pitcher. No, got to take Harper there. All right, well, I'm going to take Charlie Morton then and just lock up all the high upside strikeouts then. Um, yeah, I like that move. And I'll take Nelson Cruz. Yeah, I like that pick too. I, I was thinking like, you know, between Morton and Sonny Gray, I think they're both kind of the same play. And if Gray gets traded, then I'm just going to lose. So, well, I I would get that notification and they would swap, be able to swap them out. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised you're taking Gray. Be honest, but okay. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna go with Jose Bats. Hedge life. I'm telling you, that's the one guy that I really like. And then I'm gonna go with my boy, man. I've been talking about this guy all year. No love for this guy from anybody. Oh yeah. Well, I'm gonna take your. I'm gonna take my boy. Then I'm gonna come right back at you. Jorge Bonifacio. And then I'm gonna come back with Jose Ramirez against Doug Fister. Love yeah. it. Love it. Jose I love this team. Cutting, cutting back. To, this is going to be down to four after tonight. I'm feeling really good about this one. Fair enough. Uh, I'm going to take Sonny Gray, and if Sonny Gray ap- happens to get scratched here, I think the easy pivot is to Clevenger, but I'm going to take Gray. But Fair I just enough. wanted to talk about that. So if he did you know, happen to get um, traded here, that's where I would go. And the projection war is like me. I can I kept this down the floor. Get the pressure really rolling on you here. All right, uh, we're doing home run derby without these guys, right? Harper, Baptista, Moose, Jose, Bonificio, and Root Cruz. Yeah, let me pull it up because I'll forget and I'll I'll take one. How do you think I read it? I had to pull it up too. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to scroll past all of my best balls to uh, to find it at the bottom there. Um. <laughs> all right, so uh, I think you have first pick. I think I went first on Friday. All right, I'm looking it up. Pretty sure I did. No, that's fine. I'm looking to see what I want here. Um, I'm gonna Salvador go- Press. Wow, we could have that. Good. I'll take um, it. I will take. Ruben. Hold on. You better like Salvi today. Come on. I, I you know, I, I, again, as I talked about, the BVP scares me, and the McCann pivot on a, a Kansas City stack is very tempting. Um, okay. Speaking of McCann, I will take Brian McCann. All right. I should really veto yeah, that, but I'm not going to. You should, you should veto that. Uh, you know what I was thinking, too. You should veto it. I'm surprised you're not. No, not going to. Bring that Odor, who I was going to take the first time before you got me talking about Brandon McCann. All right. Odor. Like it, like it. Oh, you took Nelson Cruz in the draft. Of course it did. No, I'm just, that's fine. It's a good pick. I'm going to take Joey Gallo. Okay. I'm going to have an obsession with him. And let's see. 
trying to not take some of the chalk. Yeah, I have a really good non-chalk play. I really hope you don't steal it. Oh, that's good. I, I probably won't. I'm afraid you will. <laughs> um, I'm gonna play this guy because of his price, and nobody's gonna play him. I'm gonna go Zimmer. Okay, uh, Vita. All right. My pen just died. Um, let's see. Took my took me off of it, man. Um, I'll say Stanton then. Okay, I'll take Rafael Devers. All right, to do it for the home run derby, the draft, this wonderful Monday morning, um, the siege. Running out of time on your early bird special for your package, right? Yeah, Friday. You better get it. The price is going up. Demand has been very high so far, so I'm going to raise the price some more. So uh, if you want to get in at that cheap price, you should do it now. Yeah, and like, so I, I don't want to get into it too much because I don't want everybody to feel like this is just a podcast where we advertise our stuff. But you and I talked football a lot last year. Um, you know, we you you were one of those guys that like were up at three four o'clock in the morning on Saturday night with me, like and like we talked football a lot last year. And some of the plays that we came up with for tournaments, like. This guy, if you're playing tournaments in NFL and you're not thinking about getting this package, you're you really need to consider it because the plays that like Terrell Pryor, the week that he went off, like me and you, week one, theoretic, like you, you guys need to at Melvin least consider Gordon week against the Dolphins. I'll never forget Melvin Gordon against the Dolphins week. Man, I, oh. people thought I was on like a, a different planet. No, Julio Jones week was the best. Oh, Julio Jones. We thought we that one was so I obvious. I saw fifteen percent and just went. I did not like. I should have like played fifty five thousand times more volume. <laughs> so yeah, make sure you guys are checking out the NFL uh, tournament tactics package for the siege here. That's gonna do it for this Monday. We wish you all the best in your contest tonight. We'll be back tomorrow, and uh, we'll see you then. Hey, what's up, Roto Grinders? Chris Cimino here, and it's time for you to get an edge on your DFS competition with our daily ownership projections for DraftKings and FanDuel. Available now to our premium subscribers. We're constantly evaluating our projections and updating all the way up through lineup lock to ensure you have the best possible information in crunch time. Our team covers NFL, NBA, MLB, and PGA for all main slate action. If you don't have this, you are missing out. Subscribe to Roto Grinders Premium today to get access to our premium ownership projections and to our award-winning premium content. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save. Because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 Tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. 
Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616 U.S. only. 